0: finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking saving money while traveling. It's Shauna Compton Games. It will expand your brain.
1: Hey there, welcome to another edition of Travel Tuesday. How are you doing on this Tuesday?
0: I'm doing pretty swell for this Tuesday. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving week, so I'm getting my belly ready.
1: Right, and we're also kind of planning out our 2018 travel plans.
0: Yeah, you know, they always seem to change a little bit, but January, February, March seem to be looking up, so I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, well, did you know that 57% of Americans are actually planning a vacation sometime within the next six months, um, you know, or or even into 2018, but they're also worried about high gas prices, high fuel prices, high, you know, airline ticket prices, so, you know, hopefully this episode we can find some ways to crack that.
0: Yeah, and I think those are like really real concerns yeah. because, you know, you wanna go all these places, especially, you know, I think driving trips right now are at a high all time high, mm-hmm. you know, people wanna go and explore but you know when i mean out here in california we're looking at like three dollars a gallon it's probably going to make a lot of you they're listening to this podcast in other areas of the country realize that how expensive it is out here but i mean it, it it really does add up you know and so i think any ways that you can find where you can save money while traveling especially around the holidays is uh is a good thing yeah so hotel rates have also ticked up about seven percent since the summer of 2012, according to kayak.com. So those are some real, you know, significant increases when we're talking about hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and
1: I think like there's a lot of uh, several cities that I've noticed in the last like several years that, that it's like, oh wow, all of a sudden it's these prices are really high. I mean, obviously New York and. Los Angeles and, you know, Miami or wherever, something like that, they maybe have higher prices, but places like Nashville and other places have really ticked up uh, in the last several years.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think the gas prices, again, are one of the reasons why pedestrian-friendly cities like Savannah and Portland, you know, all of those really walkable places have become- bikeable. Yeah, become popular with people because, you know, you can just make your money go farther when you're traveling. And I think it's just- it's almost more fun when you're traveling to be able to walk around or bike around and see a lot of the city and not have to get in a car.
1: Yeah. I mean, Portland's a city we've, we've had on the podcast and it's a really great walkable and bikeable city. So a lot of people really go there because of that. They also have really funky hotel rooms and that usually are not as you know, they're, you're, they're a lot less than, than so many other major markets.
0: Yeah. And then I think, you know, uh, other things when you're trying to save money traveling, it's really about all of those free attractions, right? So we've got like the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historic Park in Atlanta that you can explore. Baltimore's Museum of Art, which has the largest Matisse collection in the world, and I know there are even cities where they have certain days of the month where you can yeah. get, you know, in mm. free to all the museums. Los Angeles
1: has that too, or New York and all those, yeah.
0: Yeah, and attractions. So you know, you could if you if you plan ahead and you schedule to be there around that day, you know, you can really just go like gung ho and take advantage of that day and see everything that that you want to see.
1: Yeah, well, and one other city that has the most free attractions is Washington, D.C., but...
0: But it's ranked as one of the least affordable cities overall. So, you know, you got high hotel prices, high restaurant prices. So your dollar may not... I mean, you need the free attractions because your dollar just may not stretch as far. But, I mean, it's still a great place. And, again, I think as long as you can find some balance, you know, because I think a lot of people want to travel... Whether, you, you know, you, you have the cash or not, you want to travel on a, on a budget, but you also save some cash to do, you know, maybe you stay somewhere a little bit nicer and balance it out with the free activities. Go to a restaurant you
1: always wanted to go to.
0: Yeah, s- something like that. So I think it's more about, like, the balance than, you know, just spending a ton of money everywhere.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: And then there are places like, you know, Providence, Rhode Island. It's fun and affordable. I would never think of Providence, Rhode Island, but I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a great place. It's on a lot of top lists now.
1: I've never been to anywhere in Rhode Island. I've only been kind of through there. Uh, but I've ho- always heard really great things about lots of places in, in Rhode Island, and especially Providence. But what, what we found, too, is that drink prices are a lot cheaper there.
0: Yeah, they can run like $3.50 per drink, which is crazy because out here it's like $12 a drink. So or more. Yeah, so the smaller bar, bar tab you know, is great, especially if you're used to that higher price cocktail. I mean, I guess that means you can just drink more for your— budget yeah Yeah.
1: but that's something that's something to think about like you want to go on vacation you want to relax and you know have some fun and and so say if you're on the east coaster and and you take a little trip instead of going to new york city to spend maybe 15 to 20 bucks on a cocktail you're spending 350 you know you can kind of buy the round a round of drinks for the whole place maybe
0: yeah and i i think that's that's really like the thought again behind you know these most affordable cities that we're talking to. And, you know, we have a top 20 list from travel and leisure of, of the top places that are also affordable to travel to. And I, I love this list because it's not just like where you should go and see, it's like how you can actually make the dollar stretch in, in these places. All right. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied. Or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete.me. That's why I personally choose Delete.me. Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using DeleteMe, and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide DeleteMe with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash ETM.
1: Okay, so one of the cool things about this list, now this is a top 20 list, but we're gonna, we're just going to cover a few here, uh, including the top five here. But we've we featured a lot of these cities, several of these cities uh, on the podcast. And, and then we also have some on this list that we're going to, feature in future podcasts. So, you know, so we've had these, they're cool cities there and, you know, we find out there are also affordable cities.
0: Yeah. And I think that again, I mean, that's the name of the game, especially when you're trying to save money traveling.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Let's start off with Denver, which is a great city. I love Denver. It's number 19 on the Travel and Leisure's list. And they have, which is one of the famous hotels in Denver, the Brown Palace Hotel, uh, which is hosted like every president since T- Teddy Roosevelt. Um, they have rooms starting at $179 a night, which is a really good price for an awesome hotel.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, if you can find great hotels like that at a steal, especially in the in the winter, surprisingly, Denver is super affordable. I think it's it's great. It's a great way to treat yourself.
1: Yeah. And Denver's a cool city because it's, it's you can, you know, hang out there during the summer. And of course, winter, they're right near the mountains and, and so many other cities, ski resort cities uh, that you want to go hang out. So that, you know, that's a good price. But that's their average price even during their their peak season. So. Another, uh, number 18, actually, right after the reason we're going to talk about Baltimore, Baltimore is an upcoming city and kind of has sort of changed the landscape, the food scene and so many different things have kind of changed there. But this is a cheap, cheaper version, uh, alternative to going to Washington, DC, uh, is to go to hang out in Baltimore, um, you know, so you could, it's a short drive right across a bridge into DC uh, or you, you know, you could go across the bridge and then take the train into DC. This it's so much easier to do, to hang out in Baltimore uh, and with, and take advantage of all the free attractions they have in Washington, DC.
0: Yeah. And that's a great tip. If you want to go to a city and you know, it's pretty expensive to stay in the city. If you can stay somewhere in the surrounding area, that's also a cool city, but you're still within reach of that city. You know, it's a great way to to just save money on on hotels and sometimes we don't think about that but when you start thinking about it, it's like oh yeah i could just stay you know here or there outside of the city and and still have access but you know save a ton of money
1: yeah and again it's like i said that, that's sort of a growing you know city again they've really changed so many different things in the city uh, you know, it's, it's, it's right on the water. It's a great sports town with, you know, football and baseball and so many things. So, you know, Baltimore is a real, really great place. I've actually never hung out in Baltimore that much. I've only kind of been through it. I've been to DC many, many times and DC is one of my favorite places. So I've actually been wanting to get to to Baltimore as well too. So next on our list is 15 and for us, I think this is an important one and it's San Juan, Puerto Rico.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of turmoil going on in Puerto Rico right now, so, you know, this might not be something you wanted to travel to right now, but, you know, in a few months, hopefully, you know, San Juan, Puerto Rico is going to be, you know, a great place to travel to.
1: Yeah, well, in the last year, you know, Southwest uh, is flying there, Um, JetBlue has added a bunch of flights there. Uh, One thing that is really big right now to actually bring in more tourist daughters, uh, Dollars, Lin Manuel Miranda from the famed uh, Hamilton. They're actually going to be doing Hamilton, starring him next year. Starting, I believe it was in January 2018 that he's 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 going to be back there. So they are in desperate need of tourist dollars, and they're they've gotten a lot of things up and running. They're continuing, you know, to get things up and running. So yeah, just like you said, maybe not now, but maybe in the future. You know, Puerto Rico is definitely in need of your tourist dollars.
0: Yeah, and everyone I know that has traveled there really loves. It. So, you know, if you if you've wanted to see Hamilton, uh, you know, with with Lin Manuel Miranda, like they're going to have tourist packages for people that are that are that are visiting there. I think the cool thing is though they're offering residents of Puerto Rico like ten dollar tickets yeah. or something like that. So, I mean, I, I just I, that just warms my heart. That's such a great thing to do.
1: Yeah, because e- so even if you don't travel there, if you ha- maybe have family members, uh, you know, that live in Puerto Rico, you know, give them that and say, hey, give them a little tip that. You know, the Buy my
0: ten dollars tickets. <laughs>
1: exactly, the the star and creator of you know the biggest blockbuster musical in in ages is is going to be actually reprising his role there. So, uh, so yeah, so that's a cool thing. And they you know they definitely need your tourist dollars. Um, the next two are thirteen and twelve or twelve and thirteen. Uh, and these are cities we've had on the podcast. Portland at number thirteen, Portland, Oregon at number thirteen, and. New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, both we feature on the podcast, and there's so much to do and see in in all, both of these cities, and it doesn't come with a hefty price tag.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, New Orleans is a great place. If you've ne- if you've never been to New Orleans, there's certainly a ton of activities to do besides Mardi Gras. Uh, but I, I think both of those places you can get really nice like boutique hotel rooms that aren't that pricey, and you know there's a ton of different restaurant options. There's a ton of things to see. I mean, you could wander around New Orleans and and not spend a dollar and just look at everything. Look at the sites, Look at the people. Look at the food. You know, it's certainly in experience
1: yeah you know and again it's it's right on the mississippi there's so many different tours there you know we've mentioned all the cool things there are to do in portland the food scene the beer scene and you know and then portland is surrounded by so much beauty and nature and stuff like that if you have a rental car you rent a car for a day or something like that or get one of those zip cars uh you know it's a great place they just go for a day or two or something like that outside of the city too so it's it's close to so many different places
0: yeah. So what? What's next on our list?
1: Well, next on our list, again, another city that we just recently featured, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, and it's ranked uh, in the top five for free and omnipresent tunes of street performers. Basically, there's a lot of music everywhere, and, and anywhere you go. And I love music cities. I love, I love Nashville. I love so many other different music cities, but. Man, the last time I went to Memphis, you're like, "Oh no, this is really the music capital." And there's so many different, uh, you know, genres of music all around Memphis. And now all the neighborhoods are, you know, there's there's punk bands, there's rap, there's rap everywhere. There's you know blues and jazz, and of course rock and roll and stuff like that. So it is a great music place. But there's so many free places to check out music in. all around, uh, or even if you go to a, a bar, a lot of times they'll have a band, or and sometimes maybe there's a small cover charge, or whatever. Even on Bill Street, there's tons of places, you know, and, and then they'll have events on Bill Street, and then they have the, the Bill Street Music Festival, which is uh, in the springtime every year. Um, that's not free, but it's still, you know, there's just so much. Uh, part the music is part of the the, the culture there, but you all, you could also you know go to the, the the Levite shell the Levite shell I forget how they say that anyway th- this is a place where they have free music there and uh, that 's where Elvis got his start and so many other people got their starts and they have free music there all you know throughout the year they have different times of the year they have uh, free music there and it 's a great place to, to check out um, you know either upcoming bands or bands that have sort of you know kind of made it as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, especially if you're into music, you know, I can't think of a better place, better place to go.
1: Yeah, I mean, Memphis is so much more than, you know, just music. We always covered before, but it is that that is if you're looking for music, that's a really cool place. Uh, Next up on our list is number four, which is Minneapolis St. Paul. And, you know, they have with you know, 20 lakes and over 200 miles of biking and walking trails. This is a great place to really kind of get into nature, but it's also a really cool city as well.
0: Yeah, it's a little cold in the winter, so you might want to wait a few months to go check it out. But, you know, I think if you definitely like outdoor recreation, this is a great place and probably something that isn't on a lot of people's, you know, travel to lists for sure.
1: Yeah, well, Minneapolis, a lot of... uh, travel riders I haven't been to Minneapolis in a few years, but a lot of travel riders uh, that I know have gone there and some for the first time ever. And they're like, Hey, that was a really cool city. Hey, we had a lot of fun. Um, there's even a, a travel riders convention was just there last year and you know, th- they had a blast, but it's, it's really become this really cool city that, like you said, it has all these biking and walking trails and and it's kind of surrounded by nature. And, and so, yeah, when the weather, although I think that's, you know, even if the weather's, you know, cold. You could still go and and do a lot of these things.
0: Yeah. So we're drum roll. We're down to our top three.
1: Top three. So San Antonio. Uh, you love San Antonio, don't you?
0: yeah I mean i love I've lived in Texas for seven years, so I love all things Texas.
1: yeah, well, so San Antonio uh is number three on this list, and they have a lot of free attractions there, such as uh, all five of the city's historic missions, including including the Alamo, which is the biggest thing to really go see in in Al- in uh San Antonio, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, love, I love the Alamo. The Riverwalk yes. is another great place. It's certainly been built up a ton over the last few years.
1: And the, the, they also have the 15-mile stretch of urban ecosystem restoration that they have now there.
0: Yeah, so you can rent bicycles for like 10 bucks a day and and really just, you know, explore San Antonio.
1: Well, I think that just like as you mentioned too about New Orleans or other cities like that, the riverwalk, that's a place you could just walk around, hang out, see the boats go by, chill, you know, grab an ice cream cone or something like that and, you know, grab a cocktail and just and just watch people watch, right?
0: Yeah, and, and San Antonio is a great city too because it's, it's close to Houston, it's close to Austin, it's close to Dallas. So it's like sort of sandwiched all in there. You know, it gives you a great opportunity to see lots of different parts of Texas as well.
1: Yeah, and, and one of the reasons they have this on the list as well as the free attractions is a lot of times it's, it's pretty cheap to, to fly there compared to even some of the other bigger you know, cities in Texas.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And San Antonio doesn't make a lot of lists. So I'm happy to see it in the in the top three.
1: Yeah, exactly. So number two is one of our favorite cities and we've talked about many times is Nashville.
0: Yeah, so um, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that we kind of like uh, foam at the mouth when we're in a good way, when we're talking about Nashville. There's just so many great things to do and see in Nashville, and it's just not surprising anytime you see it on the top of the list. But I love that it's on an affordable list as well.
1: Yeah, um, I think one of the things that Nashville has a knock, and I will tell this to my Visit uh, uh, Music City friends, is that hotel prices are a little high in Nashville these days.
0: Yeah. If you're going to go to Nashville, I hate to say it, but Airbnb is the way to go. I mean, it is. Or at least
1: search for a deal for a hotel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Airbnb, we've been able to find some awesome houses to rent for, I mean, a fraction of the price because there's so many Airbnbs in Nashville. Like everybody's airbnb their place.
1: And Nashville is one of those cities that ha- it's broken up into neighborhoods, as we've kind of talked about before on the podcast. And so there's really so many great neighbors and now more even upcoming humming neighborhoods and so that's a cool way to get it get an airbnb and you kind of submerge yourself into the neighborhood and find all the really cool places but one of the reasons it's on this list as well it is the highly ranked as one of the best burgers um, in in the country best cafes and best microbrews in the country
0: yeah and one of our favorite burger places pharmacy burger parlor and beer garden i mean this place just just to die for um they have crazy toppings like wasabi aioli stroganoff bechamel and beer gravy i I
1: still want to try that burger i still haven't tried that yet
0: yeah i'm happy to try all of them um and you know the local beef burgers they start at just seven bucks so it's super affordable for like an awesome burger and i am a burger aficionado so when i'm telling you it's a good burger it's a good burger
1: yeah i think the last two times we've been in nashville and we've maybe been there you know few days at a time. We've actually eaten at a Burger sometimes two times but just because it's that good. And and it's also a great beer garden. They have a huge selection of beers. I mean, it's just a cool uh, atmosphere, and, and they have have a serious burger. Nashville is also great for free stuff and free music. Um, pretty much, again, you can go to like uh, bars and all the honky-tonks on Broadway, which can get really touristy, but there's a lot of other places you can either have a small cover charge or or free, including the famed Bluebird Cafe um, that's featured on the, you know, the TV show Nashville and whatnot. And, you know, that's where you see the, the famous singer songwriters there. Sometimes famous singers will come in there or people working on music. And that's a, that's a free show. You know, you have to get line, tickets online or you have to wait in line. But, you know, one of the best places to go see music in a small venue is free.
0: Yeah, that's great. All right, so I've ra- rated this whole podcast for number one. So tell me, what is number one?
1: Believe it or not, it is right in smack dab in the middle of the country at Kansas City, Missouri. And I have been to Kansas City, Missouri. Again, it's been about several years, but I've heard nothing but a resurgence in Kansas City.
0: Yeah, the average hotel prices were around $137 during summer peak season, which that's pretty cheap in, in my book.
1: Yeah, and they also have a lot of you know free things to do. They have uh, their main art museums as well as fun factory st- style tours of uh, the Hallmark Vis- Visitors Center, the Boulevard uh, Brewing Company. You know they have tours that are actually free, which is really cool. You know, and the and the savings also continues at, at dinner time as well too.
0: Yeah, Kansas City one for the uh, budget-minded food scene options, including famous KC barbecue. So, Food is definitely affordable. You so you can stay affordable, you can eat affordable, you can do affordable activities.
1: Yeah, I mean barbecue is king there, and so it it just, it just happens to be one of the most affordable uh, places to eat. And you're eating some of the best barbecue in in the country there in Kansas City. But there's so many different things they they've revamped kind of their downtown area again. Another great sports city, um, with, you know with the Royals and and other sports and stuff. So you know I, that's a really cool, and maybe that's something you want think about too, that, that say, if you live in a bigger city, that that's pretty close to Kansas city. And it's like, Hey, you know, let's take a weekend and, and go check out Kansas city and go check out all the you know places to hang out and another great music city as well.
0: Yeah. So we've talked about our, our kind of favorites off of this top 20 list. And now we want to share some secrets about actually saving money when you fly, because uh, you know, again, that's part of the whole package here when you're traveling.
1: Yeah, so what we wanted to do was compare your tips with our friend, uh, Rich D'Omero from Rich on Tech. He, he came up with this really cool thing we saw on social media, and he's been on on our on the podcast. So we want to kind of compare like your tips with his tips.
0: Yeah, and we have a lot of the same tips. Um, and, you know, we both start with Google Flights. If you've not used Google Flights, I don't suggest Booking your flight through Google Flights, but it's a great way for you to find out what days are the cheapest days to travel. So they put the cheapest days you'll see on a map. So you can search by a map. Uh, the cheapest days will be in green. So what? you can obviously figure out like what days you know are going to make the biggest difference. Why,
1: why can't? Why shouldn't you book on Google Flights?
0: I just haven't found Google Flights to have the the cheapest. So you can't book through Google Flights. It will send you to um, you know either to the Airfare company or somewhere Definitely. else, right? So it's just kind of like an aggregator. So once I narrow in, and Rich does this as well, once you narrow in on the days that that look to be the most affordable days... Rich uses an app called Hopper that he really likes a lot. I've used Hopper. I think Hopper's great. Um, my favorite is an app called Mamundo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm, I always butcher that name. Uh, we have we have the links in the show notes, so don't worry. But you know, whatever app you choose, then you're kind of dialing in on the best places. And what the apps do is they actually go search. All of the different, uh, you know, sites out there where you can you can book through. Uh, he's Rich is also a fan of a, a site called De- Deal Ray, where I think it's ten bucks a year, and you sign up and they send you or text you exclusive deals. Um, I'm a fan of Scott's Cheap Flights. We've had them on the podcast. They're a little bit more expensive, about thirty nine dollars a year, but. Some of these deals are so amazing. It just, it literally blows my mind. Like, I wish we had time to travel and take advantage of these deals. Sometimes they're up to like 50% off. The only catch is Deal Ray or Scotch cheap Flights. Like, you usually have to book super fast. And super fast, I'm talking like a matter of hours between when it lands in your phone and when you book. So, you know, it's good to have like a little travel path that you can access so that you can you know book these amazing deals
1: yeah but what if you have like the holidays coming up you don't maybe don't want to spend too much time with your family and then you just book it because you're already off work maybe anyway so it's like hey Mm -hmm. let's go you know
0: totally i think that's a really great suggestion if your family is stressing you out at the holidays like you know you can grab a cheap flight to europe or anywhere else and just say sorry family like this was an incredible deal. I had to book it, you know? But I think, you know, the the thing that I always like to, the advice I always like to give, I know Rich gives this advice too, is, You know, you can use the apps, you can use Google Flights, you can use these, you know, deal rates, got cheap flights, but then also go one step further and just check the airfare price on the airline website because sometimes there is a mistake fare on the airline website or just some weird occurrence that happens where you can actually get a cheaper deal booking it directly from the airfare. It's not too often, but it's at least worth like opening another browser on your, on your uh, another window on your browser. That's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, do a quick search just to make sure you're getting the best deal.
1: Yeah. And those are, those are good tips. You know, I mean, some of those we've kind of, as have mentioned before, but I think you gave a lot more detail and then some more detail about, you know, rich on tech has been on the show and he has some really great stuff. So check his website as well for a lot of tech stuff. You know, he's not just about travel. It's about all kinds of stuff. So that was good stuff there.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I like to do. So, you know, hopefully we've given you a lots different suggestions on this podcast for saving money while you're traveling and some of the most affordable places for you to go. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna game. You can check out Jeff on Instagram at the traveling game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review.